Oh, thank you. Man, who can believe it's been a year? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, how fast has it gone, right? Um, Tim, could I grab a um, countdown timer, please? Just for everybody's sake. Amazing. Let's be honest, we all want some of that amazing cake. Um, how incredible is Susie Sissons? Like, she's probably not going to appreciate this either, but this woman has baked these cakes, and I opened the box and was like, wow, these are amazing. So, yeah, let's, can we say a massive, massive thank you to <laughs> Susie? Man, there is some incredible, incredible talent in this church, right? Um, even that worship team, um, Susie and these cakes, and then just up to the side as well, um, Lizelle and Yanni have um, made these incredible gifts. So there's one um, per family to be able to take home, or one per household. Um, these amazing gifts. Tim will tell you a little bit more about the end. But um, Lizelle came to me last week and she said, "Hey, I'd really love everyone to be able to have a gift for the birthday to be able to take home." And um, so she has made those for us this week. Isn't that amazing? Can we thank her for those two? Um, so these are beautiful little pieces that you can take home with an inscription that we, that we hope will encourage you and, and bless your home over the coming year as well. Um, I think just this church is made up of some really amazing people. Like we really are quite, quite blessed. And um, I, I stand here just feeling so incredibly humbled um, this year, just looking out and going, what an amazing team that has just served so, so incredibly faithfully um, over this year. And um, we, even just kind of as we've been reflecting on it and as we were planning the celebration and, and planning our first birthday, we just kind of stopped and had these moments and went, oh my goodness, God has been just so incredibly faithful and is so incredibly good to us. And um, even as we look around at this gear, like we had planned to be able to do this stuff over two years um, and because of the faithfulness and generosity of people and their belief in what we were doing out here, we were able to um, start in this place. Like isn't, isn't that just amazing and it's been such a blessing to us. <laughs> yeah, Bex is like this. Um, you know, has been absolutely incredible. Um, you know, the team that has just so faithfully served week in, week out. Um, <laughs> Dave was saying this morning, he was, Dave Phillips was like vacuuming the seats and stuff. He's like, this time last year I was cleaning toilets. He's like, I feel like I've had a promotion. <laughs> <laughs> but to go, you know, a year and the faithfulness of people to continuously turning up early, like, man, from half past seven, this place has just been a hive of people serving. And it's been that way week in, week out through, um, you know, whatever has come, measles and, um, you know, all the shootings and all those sorts of things. People have just continuously turned up and been faithful to serve and to build. And I think, man, how awesome to sit and to, to celebrate that and to acknowledge just God's incredible goodness um, to us throughout the year. Because I think sometimes we can get really busy, right? And we, we just, you know, another Sunday rolls around and another Sunday rolls around and another Sunday rolls around. And whereas, you know, the last month or so been and and to just stop and to actually think, what has is, what is shifted and what has changed in that year? And, and we've got a lot to be thankful for, like so, so much to be thankful for. And, um, it's easy, even we had, um, as we were preparing and the time and season as we were launching Cell, and we were talking to different people who have um, you know, had different campuses and 
um, I guess some who kind of be, you know, experts in it and just picking their brains and getting advice from them and um, and they, they were really, really gracious in, in sharing what they had learned along the way and things that they had found as challenges and things to look out for. And so we tried to be um, smart and plan for those things and talk about it as a team and um, build into those. But it's, it's just been amazing, all the things that people kind of said that would... Um, like seasons that would be hard and, and tough, like going, you know, going into winter or, um, you know, at this time you should expect this. And, and we just we just haven't seen it. Um, it's, it's just been so amazing. And at every, every stage, like quite often I've walked into Tim's office and we've gone like, wow, like God has just been so, so incredibly good. And um, even to the extent that uh, Carl was having a conversation um, with someone and they were talking about how, um, you know, Levita or Mothership had, had was doing after we'd launched Alwyn because often that's that's kind of that can take a hit, like the, the church that the team has gone out from. And um, he said, oh, you know, even a couple of months in, he's like, yeah, like it's really great. Like, um, you know, so we have, what, 65, 70 people come out to start out here. And um, within a couple of months, Levita had um, grown and had grown past, like surpassed the amount of people that had left. And um, Carl's like, yeah, you know, it's amazing. Like there's a real buzz at Levita that's going really well too. And they were like, really? And Carl's like, yeah, like, is, is that not what happens? And they're like, no. Nah. <laughs> um, but God had just given us a promise that as we were faithful to go, he would be faithful to fill it back up. And to see, you know, growth across both campuses and lives being changed and impacted has, has just been so incredibly amazing. Um, just even over the last couple of months, hearing the stories of some of the people of how they've been impacted um, by ca- coming back into church, by fi- being part of a church um, locally out and just all those sorts of things. Go, oh man, isn't it just so amazing that the things that we were praying for this time last year to actually be walking in the answers of that. And I was talking with the team in the huddle and something that I just I felt, kind of felt God being encouraging me and reminding me is that to, to not forget the things that you've prayed for um, because I think sometimes when we get our answers so quickly, we we move along and we get used to it and it becomes the normal. But to remind ourselves of there were times when we prayed for this and to go, these are the days that we're living in answered prayers. And I hope that there's still something of hope within our hearts, that there are things in your life right now, even I think some points that you even become resentful of it or you're like, oh, you know, we're doing this, but going, there was a day when you prayed for this. And what does it mean for us to, to really just kind of acknowledge that we walk in days of answered prayer? And I hope that that stirs something of faith within our hearts for the seasons to come, that it produces something of courage in our heart that God can find a faithfulness within us when he's um, calling us to the next thing in a season of stretch and in a time of grow or when there's a time of challenge when he's asking us to pray big prayers or to serve people in ways that stretch us or to step out into new initiatives that are going to be a blessing to others that we can remember his faithfulness of seasons gone past as I was preparing over the last couple of weeks, thinking 
uh, just leading up to this day and just the things that I was thankful for. And I was reminded of the first prayer meeting that we actually had where we were praying for Salwyn. And we had started talking about it, but and I, Carl and I had talked about it. I knew that I was going to be leading it, but that wasn't public knowledge yet. And I just remembered this moment where I just felt so overwhelmed by it. <laughs> Anyone else? Like, you just go, oh, man, this... What is it going to look like to have new campuses? What is it going to look like to not be at La Vida where, you know, I had, I had grown up in that place? And was anyone going to want to come? Like, you know, was it going to work? Like, where are we going to go? How are we going to make it work? What was it going to look like? Was I going to be, um, you know, in those times you get so aware of your own failings and shortcomings and my weaknesses and going like, oh, man, I don't want to be the one that, like, you know, messes it up. Like, you know, am I going to be able to, um, you know, be part of a team to, to be able to see this stuff go forward. And, you know, you just sort of get filled with so much self-doubt and um, just kind of overwhelmed by, by what God was asking of us. And I remember going down the back of the auditorium because I could, you know, you sort of feel the mess starting to come. And I was like, I need a little bit of, I don't want to do this on the front row right now. And um, I went down the back of Levita and was just just worshipping and just praying and just feeling just a bit overwhelmed by it all. And I just um, felt, the Holy, felt the Holy Spirit just quicken a scripture because often that's how God speaks to us. Eh? Like in those moments, he'll remind us of a song or a scripture or a word or a picture or those sorts of things. And he reminded me of the story from um, Exodus 13. I'm just going to pop it up here. Um, so the Israelites have just left Egypt. Um, Pharaoh has let them go. And they're just about to come up to the sea. But there's this time between. It said, By day the Lord went ahead of them in a pillar of cloud to guide them on their way, and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light, so that they could travel by day or night. Neither the pillar of cloud by day nor the pillar of fire by night left its place in front of the people. And I was just, I was just down the back, just worshipping, and I just felt that story and that scripture come back to mind. And then the phrase just settled in my heart. I just said, I just need you to follow. I think, you know, how often is that the case, that we get so caught up in how are we going to do this? What's this going to look like? What's the, what's the plan going to be? What's, how are, you know, how's the team going to work? Where are we going to go? What's it, what's it going to look like? How are we going to get the money for it? How's it going to all play out? But just to be reminded that actually if God calls us to it, he will grace us for it. And that he is the one that is leading and that's true in all of our lives, not just in a church context, that if we will allow him, he will be the one that will go before us. He will direct and he will shape our path. And the only thing that he asks of us is will we follow? It's an easy thing to say, but it's a harder thing to do, right? <laughs> Anyone else going, oh, gulp. Because sometimes he leads us into places where we need courage in our hearts, where we don't know what the desert's going to look like. We don't know where the food is going to come from. We don't know where we're going to find the water. We don't know how we're going to deal with the army that's chasing us down or the, the, the ocean that's in front of us. But he is, he is the one that is faithful to lead and to guide. And all he's asking of us is for obedient hearts that are willing to follow him and to step out. And I just looking at this, you know, this last year and going, 
he has been so faithful to lead. And he's allowed us to have courage in our hearts to be able to follow and to be able to step out into those places. And I'm just reminded that all of this, oh, guys, <laughs> all of this has been entrusted to us for a season, right? This is his. It's always going to be his church. He is going to be faithful to build it. He, for a season, has just entrusted it to our hands and asking us to steward it well. And I think there's a sense of responsibility that comes with that because I think even the sense that it's only ours for a season. In time come, it's going to be placed and entrusted into the hands of the little people that are out in you know, these rooms right now. And what does it look like for us to steward this well to be able to build a church that we can entrust into their hands, that is healthy, that is growing, that is honouring God. And as I've just kind of been praying and asking God, you know, Lord, what does is, what is the next couple of years look like across, you know, both our campuses, all our campuses as they come? And um, I was just reminded actually of a picture, and it's from um, Gareth and Julian's wedding, which was two years ago, yep, um, in October, yep, yes, <laughs> um, in October two years ago, and um, it was a day much like, it was a beautiful day, but it was pouring with rain, and um, Julianne had this beautiful dress on, um, but by <laughs> what, the afternoon between just before we're about to go to the reception, um, some of us had popped home to grab some stuff so you can see the bridal party here. So there's like myself, um, Jeremiah, who preached the other week. So he was a bridesman. Um, he upgraded himself from the page boy, but he was like super cute with the little flower girl. She was amazing. Um, great tip. Have your kids pasta, look after the kids, and it will all go swimmingly. Um, and a few other friends, and we had popped back to the house to, to grab some stuff on the way out to the reception, and we got a phone call from Julianne. And she said, um, she's like, are you guys still at home? And initially we thought we were in trouble because we thought we were like, oh, we're running late. And she's like, no, no, like, we've had a dress malfunction. Like, I'm coming home. I'll meet you there. And we're like, oh, no, like, what has happened? Um, but the, the dress had got... It was quite muddy from the photos because obviously it had been raining and all those sorts of things. But the little hook on the dress that the button um, goes into for the train had, had broken as well. So you can see beautiful Helena there, um, you know, sewing it back together. And the rest of us are drying and with the towel and cleaning up and um, blow, yeah, the blow dryer on the dress, like um, recurling the hair, all that sort of stuff. And... As I was just praying and, and asking God, you know, what does the next couple of years look like for us as church and campuses and all those sorts of things? And I just felt him remind me of this picture. And in Ephesians and John and the Revelation, it talks about the church being the bride of Christ. And whoever goes to a wedding and when the bride starts to come down the aisle, doesn't look at the bride, but looks at the groom. And... And just, you know, just seeing what the look on their faces when they see their bride. I just felt God say, be faithful to build the church that when Jesus sees it's gonna, he's going to be proud of. 
Because that's, that's what he's calling us to, to church. And I hope that that's what we are faithful to build over the next couple of years, is the, the church that's in Jesus' heart. That we can stay in step with where he is walking. That our prayers aren't just our shopping lists and our agendas and the things that are concerning us, but actually our prayer lives are conversations about the things that are on the heart of God. That actually people will look at us as a church and will know us by the way that we love each other, the way we care for each other, by our relationships and the sense of family that we create within this place. That people will know us by the and know that there is always a place for them that this time next year that some of these empty seats will be filled with people who have encountered a relationship with Jesus that don't that are currently searching but don't know how to find him right now that maybe in this coming year God might bring them across our paths and give each of us the opportunity to share a little bit of the hope that we've had to be able to create room within our family for other people to be a part of that. That this place will be continuously filled with stories of God's redemptive and restorative power. And we laughed this morning because Bex came in and she was like, she's like, man, this time last year I couldn't eat the cake. She's like, I'm going for the cake today. But to go, here's an incredible story of God's healing power and you know, that she's not gluten-free anymore, that it's amazing. <laughs> um, but, you know, that's amazing. You guys, some of you would have seen um, her testimony on the videos a couple of months ago now. But to go, man, what does it look like for more of those stories, for each and every single one of us to have more of those stories in our lives this time next year? What does it look like but in the coming year, all of us, if we can go back to that photo, to be really great bridesmaids and bridesmen. <laughs> to each be playing a part, to having a role, to be preparing a bride for Jesus that he is just so incredibly stoked about. And I think that that's a, it's a big challenge, eh? Because I think it's easy for us to get distracted by, by different things, to get busy, to get caught up in different stuff. But primarily, that's our goal, is to build a church that honors our Jesus, to build a church that, that is true to the message and faithful to the message that he has placed within us to carry to be the hope of the world, to be the change in the places that we want to see, to in your workplaces, to carry that hope, to carry that resurrected power, to anyone that happens to come across your path, to, to know the hope that has been entrusted to you, to know the message that has been entrusted to us. That we will continue to grow in our character, that this time next year we would be more loving, we would be more faithful, we would be more gentle, we would be kinder, we would have greater self-control because we're growing in our relationship with Jesus and so naturally that fruit of, of his character is continuing to grow and to develop in all of us.
that we would be a people that would continue to reflect the heart of God, that we would be comfortable in his presence, that we would love to, to continue to pursue him, to seek him, to be following after him all the days of our lives. I think, what does that look like for us, church? What does it look like to come back to that?